Welcome to this new liturgical year and the beginning of the Advent season. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to feed your soul and provide a moment of calm. You are a blessing. You are a gift. God loves you. I'm inviting you to join me every Sunday to pray and reflect. Psalm 25 verses 4 to 5, 8 to 9, 10, 14. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. Let's pray that together. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior. And for you, I wait all the day. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are kindness and constancy toward those who keep his covenant and his decrees. The friendship of the Lord is with those who fear him and his covenant for their instruction. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. Our readings for this first Sunday of Advent are taken from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 14 to 16. And the second reading is St. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 3, verse 12 to chapter 4, verse 2. And our gospel that we will reflect on today is from Luke, chapter 21, verse 25 to 28, and 34 to 36. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And on earth, nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times, and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. In this Advent season, we are challenged to awake. Awake! Now is the time to wake from sleep. Now is the time to take a serious examination of our faith and to live the truth in our minds and hearts and and to keep our eyes fixed on the will of God. The moment we turn our eyes away from God 
and not see God in the midst of all things, we become drowsy and begin to fall into a deep spiritual sleep. Jesus was very clear. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. I know we're frustrated with this pandemic and the political realities. We're frustrated with all of the hate and fighting. It's so easy to, to give up and run away from it all, from God, church, everything and everyone that we need. Forget about it all. It's also possible that everything is going well and there are no worries. I have it all. I, I'm very comfortable. And in reality, it's so easy to fall asleep when we get caught up in being comfortable and having everything that we need provided from this world. There is no need for God or anyone else. We need that constant reminder that we cannot be consumed with all the attractions we find ourselves drawn to, whether it's spending money, drinking, gossiping, putting others down, selfishness. There are so many bad distractions that can lead us down the wrong paths and turn us away from the path God has planned for us. And so we hear today, be vigilant at all times. And the question I want all of us to reflect on is, how do I work at being more vigilant? Pray, rejoice, and reach out. Pray morning, noon, and night, and then some. You know, we hear today, pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The call of Jesus to pray must relate to an attitude of prayer, an attitude that we bring to everything that we do. As we are engaged in our daily tasks, we remain spiritually awake to the Lord who is present to us at all times. So I think it's good this happened to, to create kind of a, a contemplative attitude to all of life. We live and move and have our being in the awareness of the Lord who walks with us, who leads us, and who follows us. And if we are to develop this contemplative attitude, there needs to be some moments in our lives when we step back from all we do to give ourselves over completely to, to prayerful engagement with the Lord. St. Paul also says very clearly, we need to pray without ceasing. So prayer is crucial. But secondly, in order to be vigilant, we must live a life of, of rejoicing. What is it that we rejoice over? Well, we rejoice that Jesus has come. And we move toward that wonderful event on Christmas morning when Jesus was born in a manger. Our God shows humility by sending Jesus to us. We also rejoice that Jesus is with us right now, especially when we celebrate the Eucharist, the source and summit of our lives. And we rejoice knowing that Jesus will come again to call all of us to himself. And so our rejoicing fills us with hope. 
knowing that all is not lost. And to be vigilant, there is also the call to work on our love for one another. In our second reading from St. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, he says, may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we have for you. So I ask to strengthen your hearts, to be blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. One of the reasons for our existence is to share God's love with other people, with your friends, with your family, with the people you work with, and to show his love to those who do not know Christ yet. When we're filled with hope, we cannot help but share it. This Advent, we want to create a culture of encounter. Pope Francis has said that we can no longer divide prayer, the encounter with God in the sacraments, from listening to the other, closeness to his life, especially to his wounds. People may turn their backs on you, but remain peaceful in all things, having a welcoming spirit. It's important then to be authentic. This means that if you say it's important that you go to church, make sure you're going to church. Make sure you are praying. Make sure you are growing in conversion. I am convinced that an authentic person is not a perfect person or someone who lords it over others, but an authentic person is one that others find attractive. People are not interested in fancy advertisements or super programs. They're interested in what is real. And when a person looks at you, he or she should say, I want what you have. You know, St. Paul also says in his letter to the Colossians, conduct yourselves wisely toward outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you know how you should respond to each one. And so, my friends, this beautiful and hope-filled time of year, I place this invitation at your feet to look beyond the fact that Santa Claus is coming to town and to prepare your hearts and our parish community and all of our sisters and brothers for Jesus to come to town so that when the Lord comes, we can confidently stand before him. Always remember that ultimately it is God who is forever awake our God who rejoices over us and our God who is eager to reach out to each and every one of us. God who is watching and waiting for us was fulfilled when the Father sent us his son, Jesus. That's really what the prophet Jeremiah says in our first reading. I will raise up for David a just shoot. He shall do what is right and just in the land. And so, my friends, always awake, rejoice, and reach out. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.